0: And y'all, understand nothing was done for me, so I don't plan on stopping at all. I want this shit forever, mine, Never mine, ever mine. Shut this shit down in the mall. It's culinary, girl, she the one for me, and I ain't even planning to call. I want this shit forever, mine, ever mine. Happy Hour. I'm your host, Riley Wilkes, and it's been quite an exciting week. I guys want to thank you guys so much for listening last week, if you did, for subscribing, for sharing. We've actually got to get a lot of things to talk about this week, and I'm actually excited to discuss a lot of them because it's not really like petty, stupid little things that I've covered in the past. It's more serious and more of like an actual conversation starter. You know what I mean? Okay, anyway, let's get into it. So, the first thing I'm going to discuss is Jake Paul's knockout versus Nate Robinson. So Jake Paul and Logan Paul, and a lot of YouTubers are now sort of professional boxers. Like, they're, they're actually really good. They're not just, like, doing it for show. Like, when Bryce challenged Thomas, like, they're not professionals. But Jake Paul beat the shit out of Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson is a former NBA champion, a former dunk contest. I don't know if he was an NBA. He wasn't an NBA championship, but he was a dunk contest champion, an athletic freak for his size. It, just an athlete all around. And Jake Paul beat his ass. You, 16 seconds left in the first round. Jake Paul fucking, you know, uppercut. Boom, he's on the floor. It wasn't even close to, that's the thing. This shows you, like, sort of the versatility of some of these YouTubers. Like, Bryce wants to work hard, Bryce has the body. Bryce wrestled in high school. He has sort of the same background Jake Paul did. So Bryce could easily expand himself farther than TikTok. And the reason why this is also important is because Jake Paul was sort of becoming a little irrelevant. He was in fear of becoming a little irrelevant. But everybody lost this fight. I was on Twitter. Like, NFL... Hosts on ESPN were tweeting about this fight. 40-year-old men were tweeting about this fight. 20-year-old women, like every age group and demographic knew what was going on. And everybody was lit about it. He was trending. Memes were everywhere after the fight. Like, this was an important step to sort of revitalize Jake Paul's career. And I think it worked. Logan has his podcast, and Logan has... Logan talks a lot about issues, like social issues. And he has a lot of fans now, especially after the way he defended Harry Styles... Um, a lot of like old female fans are coming back to him, so he's okay. But Jake Paul has just never really been like without YouTube. Some he's never really been somebody. So this proves that he's gonna do. And he called out fucking Conor McGregor, and Conor McGregor is one of the best MMA fighters. He's I think he's in the middleweight division right now, but he's about to fight Dustin Poirier in February. He was like calling out. He was calling him out. He said, Come on, you're next. Like he wants if he fights Conor McGregor, his name will be everywhere. He will be one of the top celebrities in the country. He can make he literally he was on Josh Richards and Dave Portney's podcast and he said he could make probably thirty mil off of a fight with McGregor. And McGregor would take him probably like seventy mil, so a hundred million dollar fight. And that's like based on some of the math of some of the other fights in some past fights and how much they made like that he could do that like easily especially if there's fans allowed no doubt so good for him good for jake paul for sort of utilizing this and good for triller triller sponsored this put the whole thing up it was also mike tyson fighting so like that was mike tyson coming back to the ring was also why a bunch of people tuned into it. So then they were also able to see the Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. But Triller did really well. I didn't think I didn't think anyone Triller was going to gain any really thing from it because I thought the demographic that was going to be watching that hadn't known about Triller or like TikTok or all that was like older men, like forty year old men. I didn't think they would download it. But Triller like rose up to like number five on like best free apps on the App Store above like TikTok and Facebook and Snapchat. So they they knew what they did. They knew what they were doing. They had a great marketing team. Made sure to show, hey, like this is us and also to have some of the Demilias and the Bryce Hall and the Nobex also able to like to sponsor it at the same time. And to be partners and have them with them for their brand deals. Like they knew what they they had a good plan in play, and I'm glad to see that it sort of worked off for them. But no, I'm not downloading trailer. I'm sorry, I'm just not doing that shit. <laughs> so the next thing I wanted to discuss was James Wright, the brother to Jack Wright, their twins, who is also, like, committed to Stanford for, like, pole vaulting. Uh, Jack Wright's dating Sienna, too, by the way. He came out as bi the other day he did the same thing that most people do is like where you play the Sweater Weather song and you say like, yeah, this is me. And why this is important is because you realize I've talked about this recently is Nessa came out as bi. Anna, Shoemate has come out as bi. Her friend Sav has come out as bi. Her friend Eva has come out as bi. People are becoming way more comfortable coming out as bi. And it's big influencers that are like, Anna blew up from making thirst traps for her male audience, as she should. So for her to come out as bi, actually, it's, it's hard, because she's going to lose some of her audience. Because her audience, which is probably like teenage boys, are homophobic. A lot of them are. But she was brave enough to do that. For Jack, not Jack James, it takes a whole other level of bravery. Because it's a lot harder... This nothing to do with gender or anything, but it is harder for society to accept a man as bi than a woman because bisexual women are usually fetish horribly. They're fetish fetishized by straight men. That's just how it is. So like a guy will see a bi girl and be like, "Oh, that's hot!" Like yeah, two women, kids, blah, blah, blah. it's gross. It's disgusting. But it's easier for them to see it as like a attractive quality. From a woman. But. Bi men in America. Are basically seen as gay. They aren't seen as. Someone who like. Like a girl would be like. Oh he's bi. That's like. That's cool. No. It's. Hard for. A man to come out as bi. Because they don't want that to ruin. Their chance. With a woman. Because they're too gay for women. But they're too straight for men. Like. It's a hard thing, and especially because of the level of influencer he is, how he's a member of the Hype House, how he's friends with all of the big people, and he had so much support. It was beautiful to see. Like, you want to go through his comments, literally everyone's verified, like, praising his love and everything, and it was good to see that, like, we've become accepting of the community, and... Not really shaming someone for doing, and it's what I love is become. It's become not a trend, but like it's become something that's like everybody's starting to do. Everyone's starting to feel more comfortable because you don't know a lot of bi people, but there are a ton of bi people. But people are afraid to see it because like they don't want to be, like for a woman they don't want to be sexualized by men, and for a man they don't want to be seen as gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not what they are. So for Jack to sort of do this and to get, I think more importantly, to get the response that he got is amazing. And you do—we sort of owe this to Nessa. But the thing about Anna, she's had to come out like ten separate times. These people just don't fucking pay attention. And every single time, they're like, "Wait, Anna's by? No, she's not. Tag me!" And like, how much? How many times does she need to come out? Like, yes, if everyone's saying in the comments she's by, she is by. Most of her friends are like. That whole house is kind of, I think, that most of them are by. Because I think Maddie Monroe is, and Cynthia is too. But the reason this is more important is because it encourages also their fans to be who they are. It really does. Because they'll see, especially for younger men on the app, to see James, to see someone who's successful, who's athletic, one, he's a D1 track and field star at one of the best universities in the country to be like, okay, he's bi. Like, that doesn't negate if you can be athletic, if you want to be an athlete or if you want to be great at something that doesn't, like, they're not connected. Like, your sexuality has no effect on them. And to see the loving response of God got from all of his friends, like, that will help people. And especially... If James gets a girlfriend, people will be like able also to see. Hopefully that society is moving in a way where they we don't. people that are bisexual aren't seen as gay. They're just seen as bi. Which is a conversation that needs to be had and which is something that absolutely needs. And there is biphobia in the LGBTQ community. And the one thing I'm afraid of with all of these coming out recently, I'm afraid that people gay men or lesbian women or etc. will think people are just doing it top on the trend when I think it's really that like being in quarantine has calls people to like be with themselves and figure out more things about them and seeing other creators do it, it it alleviates some of the stress off you like you're allowed to do it and without really fearing so much of the hate because they're not getting it. So I understand why people are trying to do it now. Especially because in those videos, they don't have to say it, really. Like, the song tells you. As long as they're not dancing to it or anything, like, you know what they mean. And it has something personal in it. It is a huge thing. And it's like, people are going to be like, who cares? Like, he just said it. Like, who gives a fuck if he does or not? People do. People give a fuck. Because it allows them to have a role model. That's not, like, I love Bryce Hall to death. But not everyone's gonna be dating Anderson. Right? No, Beck. Not everyone's gonna be dating Dixie. Like, and like we've really never had these people that like to look up to that are more similar to a lot of the people in America. Like, it's always been mainly all these influencers have been straight, they've been white, they've been beautiful. Like, you know what we mean? What people mean. And so that's really what it comes down to, and that's why when people are questioning, like, the importance of it, that's just, like, what you gotta tell them. It's just, like, it's not important to you. But it's important to other people. And it will affect him. And especially for Anna. Like, Anna's had to explain this so many times. And Anna's gotten a lot more hate than I'm sure Jack might because of her audience and because women, women are usually a lot more accepting than men. They might not see, like, them as, like, a... Still liking women, but they are accepting, like, they're not gonna hate really men. Like, there's a lot of men on TikTok that are absolute fucking trash. Who every time, like, she posts a it, link, it's like, Oh, Anna doesn't even like it. her name's Anna, like, her username's Anna Banana, and like, every comment's like, Oh, Anna doesn't even like bananas anymore. Oh, Anna don't like bananas, no, like, Anna hates banana, like, no, it's just and she said stop and she says she doesn't like it and it makes her feel uncomfortable. Obviously, that just makes people do it more. And, like, she's had to say it 13 times. She's had to keep reminding people and just, like, I don't think people will be able to move on. I posted a video of them. It was of Nessa, James, and Anna. And Anna commented. She's like, yeah, in all caps. I was like, yes, sir. And Darnika or Daryanka or Darnika whatever. Olivia Ponton's best friend also came out the uh, spot. I think she came out on Snapchat the other day. And she's not that much of a popular creator. But it's also, she's like a model. She's in the hype like hype house. People will see it and be like... Because everyone just assumes... A lot of the thing is, everyone assumes these people just because they're famous and everything. They're homophobic, they're misogynistic, they're racist. Stuff like that. And it's like, they are similar to you more than you realize. Like, they are still the same person they were before they blew up. Like, regardless of the hate. And I love how it's sort of not being treated as a huge deal, like people aren't, it's not really, people aren't even posting about it really, besides them, like people are like, oh my god, and I can't, like no, that's not really happening that much, and that's good, These it should just be like a normal conversation. So as discussed last week, the TikTok Room account had an awards show of some sorts, and last week I sort of went over my best bets, my favorites, and who I really wanted to win them, and I wasn't wrong on a, a lot of them. I assumed it was going to be a popularity contest. I assumed Charlie, Lil Huddy, Bryce, and Addison would sweep the awards. No. It was honestly shocking how much of, like, ups, upsets there were. How many upsets there were. So let's just start with the, the pe- prize that everybody won the most favorite TikToker for male and female. Female, I assumed. I was like, okay, this is going to be Charlie... Maybe Addison has a chance. Yeah, no. Sienna May won this with 15% of the vote. Yeah. That is insane. It really does show you that it's all about what you do for me recently. Sienna has blown up in the last month a ton. She's known as a body-positive person. She has... Around I think ten million, maybe ten to twenty million followers. I was shocked when she won this, and she won a ton of awards. I like she's an amazing person. She's beautiful. She's funny. It seems, but holy shit, how did Charlie not win this? Charlie has a hundred million followers, a hundred fucking million. To so is maybe fifteen million. Addison has seventy million followers compared to her ten million. It just shows to you that people had committed fan bases. And people that weren't like me. I'm not like a fan page or anything like that. People like me most likely voted for her because of how positive she is. Even though Charlie is too, but that's not like what Charlie's known for. But still, I expected this to go to Charlie easily. Favorite male TikToker. I know if you're thinking, it's probably Huddy. Bryce, maybe Novak. Maybe Blake Gray, somehow, chance. Nope. Vinny Hacker won this. Same exact situation Sienna's in. He blew up a month ago. He's had some canceling attempts on him, so I'm surprised he won this. He's not as beloved. But he won. 12.5% of the vote. It's... It's what do you do recently? Who's the attractive person now? Who has the hype right now? That's how you win this. And I'm shocked to see it. Because you see people with way more followers who have been famous for longer, have more talents, who just didn't really get close to him. It's insane. Best couple, let's go... No back in Dixie Demilio, they won that I, I I was pretty confident that they were gonna win this they had 27 percent of the vote so they won pretty easily oh no actually, they Avani and Anthony were close which is not surprising because they've been around longer and Avani has a pretty pretty strict fan like a pretty compassionate like passionate fan base. And they haven't have had like the recency bias, which I think ended up actually giving Dix, Dixie and Noah the win. But like Dixie and Griffin were together like a couple months ago, so it's not really surprising that they got close good for them. But yeah, this was going to be Noah and Dixie mid-Leo. it was their award to win. Best ship, I think I guessed this Sienna Gomez. Or Sienna Mae and Jack Wright, which I'm not surprised because as they ship, they're cute, everyone ships them. And the only like other options were Jaden Hostler, Mads, and Jaden was not getting this. Braddison. Braddison I did think was going to win. I really did. And then it was Verena Sade and Alex Guzman, who I don't know about them. But Bradison had 32.7% to Sienna Mae and Jack's 54 So it was a two-way race pretty much between them, I guess. There are a lot more people who hate Bryce and Madison. I think I undervalued the hate for them, which I am shocked because they really don't deserve. especially Addison. Addison is nothing but a positive person. It's the funniest TikToker goes to Lorette. People are up in arms with this because they're like, the only people, is black, but they're like, the only people who are winning are whites and like verified accounts and like, all they do is post the basic shit. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, no shit. That's going to happen. It's a popularity contest. Whoever, for the most part, whoever has the most followers is going to win. Like, are you surprised someone with... Like, LeRae has probably, like, over 20 million followers. Beat someone with 4 million followers. Like, they're like, Arrington... Arring, Arrington deserved to win this. Yeah, I think he's funnier than Lorray. But are you shitting me? Lorray has... One of the biggest followings in the fucking page. Especially when he just released a diss track with a YouTube. Like, yeah, no shit he's going to win this. Like, I voted for Noah Miller. Because I think he's the funniest. But I knew he wasn't going to win. Like, it was obvious. That's what you guys have to understand. Like, where these awards actually fucking come from. Like, they're coming from the people who actually give a shit enough to vote. Tati Mitchell somehow was, still made this. She got a last, luckily, but... He had one. Spencer Wu had um eleven point nine percent for Freak Show, which got twenty point six. Best dancer, female people were pissed off about this. Charlie D'Amelio won with thirty three percent of the vote. Haley Sharp had seventeen point two, Zoe Lerma had eleven point five, Kenzie Ziegler had eleven point eight, Jelilah Harmon had nine point four. So everyone got a good amount of the Sierra Pitt got 8.6. Addison got 9.8. Yeah, Charlie's going to win this. She blew up by dancing. She has 100 million followers from dancing. She was in the Super Bowl commercial for dancing. Yeah. Because she doesn't create a lot of the dances, people are asking. They're pissed because it's usually black women who do create these dances. And it's a shame that they don't get recognized. They need to be recognized. But from this contest, yeah, Charlie's going to win easily. And it wasn't even going to be close. Because... There wasn't someone else besides Addison who could have upset her. Based on following, whether it's right or not, you guys have to know this is how awards works. It's always a popularity contest. Think about in your middle school elections, did the best candidate win? Never, really, never. It was the most popular. Best dancer, male, the Wright Brothers won that good easy. I think the others were Andres Lopez. Jeff Ting, Zach Jelks, Baron, and Jean-Victor Mackey. Wright Brothers won with forty point eight. They were the only no- known ones, really, besides Andreas and Baron on this list. It was a duo. There. Jack Wright is popular right now, so yes, they were going to win. Least problematic female, Sienna Gomez. Yeah, because she's new. She's had the hype recently. Like, she hasn't had time to get her in trial from trouble. Trust me, it's coming. Someone will try to cancel her, and I'll defend her. Like, how is Charlie problematic? Uh, she won with about 37 percent the vote addison did not get a lot of the vote charlie had 11 okay yeah i mean i i don't disagree with this because she hasn't done anything yet but it's like charlie's had 100 million followers and she's been popular for about a year and hasn't done anything like actually bad least problematic male jack wright see jack wright's extremely unpopular. yes i agree but like Keo and Hamza. Ooh, Hamza. was not a good choice. Alex Warren and Vinny. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he might be the... Like, Alex Warren, I think, deserves this just because he's bigger and because he's actually just, like, such a happy dude. And Jack had that sort of thing with Lauren Kettering and then all of a sudden it was him and Sienna, so it's kind of weird, but... Most achieved female, Charlie. And Charlie deserved this one. I'm not really going for bad for Charlie for all the other ones saying she deserved it. I said mostly, like, I knew she would win, but she deserved most achieved. It's simple. Addison could have been the only one, like I said, who somewhat deserves a tiny chance. Charlie had forty four percent, Addison had sixteen. Sienna had twenty-five point five percent. This is what it goes to show. Like, I'd have no problem with Sienna winning least problematic in favor because those are opinion based. But what has Sienna achieved? Nothing. Really. I mean, She's a great person, beautiful, but she hasn't achieved what Charlie has even- She hasn't come close to Charlie or Like, how did she get second place? You guys have to actually- That's what I don't like about awards, series, people just pick their favorites. Most achieved male- James Charles- No shit, James Charles is the most achieved, but he's not a TikToker. Why was he- Like, how is this fair that James Charles, who's a YouTuber, is on these lists? Like, huh? Yeah. Of course he is, but like forty five percent of the vote. Bryce had ten point seven, Larey at ten point nine. Jack Wright didn't come close. Jaden Hosler six point three. I think Jaden should have won this actually. Lil Huddy eleven point three. Yeah, should have been Jaden. It should have been Jaden or Bryce because they're the ones who are actually like making moves outside of TikTok, where that's their main like source of income is probably TikTok. Best role model Sienna. I'm gonna guess, but again, we don't know her that much. Like, that's where recent C Bias should uh, make it so she doesn't win because, yeah, she's been good for about a month, but Charlie's been good for about a year. Like, Avani has been good for about a year. Jack Wright has been good for about six months. Amelie has been okay for about, like, I don't know how long she's been famous. Maybe five months or something, whatever. Best. Kindest TikToker, Sienna Go Sienna Gomez blew out the competition to, that night. She destroyed everybody in her path. It wasn't even close. Sienna had 32.7%. Yeah, she seems really nice. And I don't really disagree with this, but it's just the fact that she's winning all of them, which shows why people picked her. Jaden Hosler, one most talented musician. Yeah, of course he did. Beat Johnny, Jacob, Nessa, Dixie. Johnny Orlando came in second. That's actually surprising. I thought it would be Dixie get more. And then Nessa had. Good for Nessa. She had 25%. That's good for her. Best Dance Creator, Haley Sharp. My, the love of my life. See? She won. People were a little angry over that. But you know what? I love her. So good for her. Best Comebacks, Clapbacks, James Charles won. And like, I'm fine with this because this is like a silly award. Like, yeah, you should win this. Or be in this. Like, I don't care if he wins. It was between him, Bryce, Dixie, LeRae, and Nikita. And he barely edged out LeRae. But LeRae doesn't even clap back, really. He just made that one diss track. Which wasn't even a clap back. It was just calling out people. But, like, James Charles's response to Trisha is what won him this award. Best hair. Devin. Yeah, beautiful hair. Yeah, I agree with that. Not even really complaining. Best diss track. D- still Softish was fucking robbed. It was robbed. Cancelled had seventy three percent of this vote. Like I said, have been talking about this whole time, Reeks and bias. Still Softish made number one on the billboard, hot one hundred, I'm pretty sure. Cancelled got up to like at least seventy, but like not number You guys have to remember, Still Softish was iconic. And the thing it was an actual diss track. She was dissing little Huddy. That's what a diss track is. Little Ray caught it like twenty people. In some of them, his best friends we actually... It was fake. It was fake. It was just for fun and everything. And good for him, but like... Bryce's hatred for Lil Huddy... Like, their beef was real. That's what made it so good. Convenient should have been. Yeah. Convenient should have been where he's canceled. Because it was like... About something. What did... Lil Ray's even stand for. Best group duo for a freak show. Yet they're not funny. I mean, I love... Everybody in that group besides Claire Drake. Claire Drake's not funny. She just like grunts. But like, I love Haley. I love Chase, Brother Fred, and Hamza. So I'm not going to complain too much about this. They barely beat the bad Wiggies out of the wig groups. And then the D'Amelia's. But they're not a group, really. Most groups lost two it. So Best fandom, Sienna Mae. She doesn't even have... Like, I mean, it's the Acorns. But she won 35.9. Come on, Duncans. The Duncans... Did led up this year. I'm disappointed in y'all. They got second. Addison Rae got... Jules LeBlanc? How does she get fucking third? Who even is she? I don't even get some of these. Best Makeup? Yeah. Why was James Charles in this? Like, what he does for a living. Like, they should have included some smaller creators for this. And people were pissed about that. And I agree. For these awards where James Charles couldn't give one less of a shit about... Like, come on. Don't... Don't give it to him. He knows it too. I doubt he wanted to be in it. Most active with fans, Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with this. Um, just because none of these really people are actually active with fans. Noah got second. Let's go, Noah. Lorraine got third. Lorraine just even isn't really active with fans. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, she responds to like four comments a post, which is more than most people do. Most positive, Sienna. Yeah, sure, but fifty-four point nine percent of the vote. She. Good for her, like, get, on her, she convinced her voters to vote. So, like, she got them out in voting, and she got them hyped up for it, because they came out in large numbers. It is insane. Most positive, Charlie Sissy, Warren Gray. I mean, yeah, I guess, but Charlie should have gotten way more of the vote. She's just such a happy person. Amelie, not really. I've seen Amelie get pissed at people. Best style male. People were upset about this. Lil Huddy wanted it, because, of course, she did wisdom got second and wisdom's like an actual like vogue model and everything but i'm like Lil huddy has over 30 million like followers like yeah that it was it's a popularity contest he's gonna win this isn't this example i don't believe is racist like i don't believe race played a factor i think it was popularity played a factor because wisdom is still so stylish that he beat out Vinny and jaden and those people who have bigger followings than him so they knew, most people acknowledge that he was a greater style, but Chase has some money fans that they were going to, and he's known, that's what he's known for too, but just way more than Wisdom is. And Wisdom has amazing style, but, like, they were neck and neck. Chase won by 3%, so that does also complement how good Wisdom's style is. Best song, Angels and Demons, yeah. 49% of the vote. Yeah, that was easy. Best YouTuber LeRae, 57% of the vote to Bryce is 19. I think Bryce's is, is more entertaining, but I mean Thomas Petra deserves some more than like Josh. Oh, uh, like Josh, actually. And Alex Warren, so. Best house, White House won that. I'm not surprised. Not a content house. Got thirty-four percent of the vote. What? How? How did they beat a hype house? I think most of the voters had to have been female. They had to have. The best style is Avani. I think Elioziler was Rob, personally. But Avani has a good style, so I'm not going to complain. Okay, so yeah. I mean, that was the end of it, pretty much. And it just shows you that I thought it would be... Purely on who had the most followers, I was wrong. It was who could get their fans out. Somehow Sienna did that. And it's rec- It's recency bias is a bitch. I mean, again, I love Sienna. Like, no issues against her. I love Vinny. I just didn't think she deserves some of the awards. I think Charlie would put up. And listen, Addison did not get a single award. Addison Rae, who has songs written about her, who's fucking friends with fucking Courtney Kardashian. Like, yeah, she's that big. Y'all, y'all's hate for Addison is too hot fire. You guys continuously just shit on her, no matter what she does, and it's just like, she can't get anything right to you shitheads. Just l- embrace her, just, don't even embrace her, just be quiet about her, if you're not gonna be a nice person or decent human being. So, moving on from TikTok, real quick, I want to talk about something that was discussed on this week's episode, of The Bachelorette. So, as you guys know, Tayshia is The Bachelorette, and she's had a very strong connection with this guy named Zach. So, she took him on a one-on-one date where they took wedding pictures and everything. Like, hey, that's not, that's not a lot of pressure or anything. And it was like 107 degrees. Like, they were sweating their balls. And they sort of talked about each other. And I believe Zach was married before. And she sort of asked him about that because Tasha was also married before. And he disclosed that he had back surgery. And he got hooked on pain meds. And then that became stronger. And then when his wife finally left him because he was like so down there, it got even worse. Like he got to the lowest point where he tried to steal his dad's checkbooks Like, he was doing everything he could just to get, like, a fix. And then, like, the bank teller, like, called the dad and was like, you need to get down here now. And he was in rehab for a while. And it's so important to have these conversations because that is something that is happening in the United States way more than it should be. Pain addiction, drug addiction is so common right now, especially post-surgery with something as simple as a, like, prescription of opiates can get you hooked for life and od and die like death is very common among pain pain painkiller addicts like it's terrifying and i'm so happy that they're actually starting to take up conversations like this because it is serious and it makes him no less of a man which is the most part it makes him strong it makes him courageous to come out of that it's hard to come out of the lowest point to from, like, you're at ground bottom, practically. I don't know what's the thing? Bottom ground. Ground bottom. Oh, it's called rock bottom. Yeah. Like, that is something that. Especially people have been looking for. Like, last week, they've been looking for honest discussions about race. Hopefully, some new ones about sexuality, maybe, or about. Like, issues like this. And later, it was. So they were at an art date, it was a group date, and Ben was sort of nervous about sharing himself with Taisha because they had to, like, do a self-portrait of, like, some of their fears, and how they want to, like, sort of show themselves with her, and, like, all of their innermost feelings, and he was scared to do it, but he ended up actually just, like, stripping down for it, like, showing him, showing her, like, the real him, and it was, like, sort of cheesy, but then when they skipped forward to the cocktail party, they showed... Like, he explained why. It was because he was the fat kid growing up, and he struggled, like, over 10 years with an eating disorder. Trigger warning, eating disorders. So he struggled with an eating disorder for, like, 10 years after. And he was in the Army, too. Like, that is scary because he just never felt good enough. Like, he had an addiction to working out. He would never stop. And that is important for men, too, because... It is so hard for men to talk about eating disorders for themselves. Especially even when you look as good as Ben does. Like, he is ripped, but that does not mean he still doesn't struggle. it. Like, he was bulimic. He was... It was bad, he said. And he said that's why he was shared, to sort of, like, to take off his layers and, like, to share himself fully with Tayshil. So, it is important. And it's I'm so happy that The Bachelor... Like, this. yes, this should have happened sooner, but it is happening now, and it's, like... These are conversations that, like, a lot of other TV shows aren't talking about. Eating disorders, drug addiction, race. Like, these are conversations that America is talking about, people are talking about. And it's good to see the TVs reflecting that, like, the programming. They're talking about what we want to hear. And it was, I'm just, good for the producers. Like, it is way needed during this time. So I asked you guys on my TikTok, too, to drop your questions because I've, I've always wanted to do a little Q&A. And so I got three questions. I'm actually excited to go over th- through them all and we'll see. So the first one is at Meme Spencer with the three, what day was the most interesting for you? And I actually really liked this com- this question because for me, it's a tie between two, but I'm going to give it to one. So personally, my favorite was the day Lil Huddy and Nessa kissed. When Nessa and Josh were broken up, Charlie and Lil Huddy was broken up, when Jaden was going on those Twitter rampages against him, Josh was pissed, Bryce was pissed, everyone was tweeting at him, Dixie was going, and then Chase released his list, the infamous list of everyone was calling him out for doing something wrong. He literally wrote down each person who did shit. Like, the same people are calling out what they did. And everyone shitted on him. I believed him, but everyone shitted on him. Like, you're trying to skate yourself out. Dixie did it when she was dating Griffin. And it was just an infamous day. They were on lives and everything. Most things he wrote turned out to be true, which is the craziest part, is he was not lying. He was telling the God's honest truth. And I remember they all showed up to the Hype House. Noah was just sitting there, like, hanging out with fans. But, like... Bryce was trying to hop the fence. Jaden was literally on Instagram live, just being like, "Come out, we just want to talk, bro." And then what was crazy is, as soon as they got inside, it, it was over. Like it died down. Jaden literally tweeted, "We talked about it. We're chilling. We're good now." Which means that Jay- Chase obviously confronted them, and he knew it was true, and he had evidence against him and shit. And like he had, he couldn't say anything else without being exposed. So that probably was the most. In- interesting night for me because of just how much shit got like it was crazy i was up and it was literally right after i recorded my first podcast i was pissed i missed it it was insane and that was yeah that was and the other chances are um when still sawfish came out tiktok was crazy that day when when was it another one was also honestly um, when Chase and Charlie broke up, which was soon after that, but that was one of the best days. Not, it was awful, obviously, because of what happened, but it was one of the most interesting days. So thank you for your question. That was great. Gabe Wilkes1 asked, who's your favorite TikToker? My favorite TikToker, that's tough. I have a lot. I think one of them might be, it's gotta be Noah. Noah's one I've actually had a conversation with. He follows me back. We interact with each other. It has to be him. Some of the other ones I like are I love Bryce. I think Bryce is hilarious. I do love Anna, banana Anna made Um, Addison just because I think she gets so much more hate than she deserves. Noah Miller is hilarious. He's like one of the, one of the not mainstream TikTokers that I love. I like Josh. Like I like this way of boys more than most. Nessa is gorgeous. Um, those Haley Sharp is one of my probably my second favorite females. My favorite female TikToker, and my favorite male is Noah. Yeah, definitely them. And there's some like other ones that you guys probably don't know of, like political TikTokers that I like. A Papa goat, I love Papa goat. I think he's a really smart dude. So would be having to be him, and then someone else asked, let me get the at. He asked, "Why is Breaking Bad the best show ever?" And that was, like, that's not a question, but, I mean, go for it. Um, it's, His ad was local meth dealer underscore. Okay, wow. Why was I, – I actually haven't seen it. I've heard it's amazing. I know it's about a drug dealer that was a high school chem teacher, I think. And it's just, like, that's not my thing. That's not my shit. Like, I love, like, TV shows of comedy, romance, but, like, layers, too. Like, I don't want it to be just about that. Like, that's why I love Grey's Anatomy, because it's about, like, five different things at once. Law & Order SV, because it's about, like, cases that are just evolving as it goes. That's why I love New Girl, because it's about, like, a dynamic of a whole friend group. Like, those are the shows I love, and it's probably more basic, and I guarantee you, if I watch Breaking Bad, I'd love it. But I just have so much to watch right now that I haven't caught up to it. But thank you guys so much for asking. That was great. And I want to do this every week. I want to do a Q&A. I want to hear from you guys. So just always drop the comments down below. I'll answer pretty much everything. So I hope you guys had a great, fantastic week. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Make sure you share. Please share. Like, sharing is the most important if you do any of that. Next week, I should probably have an episode around Thursday or Friday. I don't want it to be Saturday. Again, sorry for late. I had to work till, like, one last night. Same again. I'm recording this at, like, 2.40. So it should be out by, like, 3.00. Have a great next week, too. I hope you guys, obviously, make sure you stay safe, guys. COVID's getting bad. I want to be able to go back to normal relatively soon and not have to wear my mask at work for seven hours a day. Like, work with a mask, sucks. Stop partying. Thank you all, and I hope there's, like, I really hope there's a lot of good drama next week. Thank you. Love you guys. See ya. Who else? There they go back in stadiums. The shady spits fizzes flow. Nuts they go macadamia. They go so ballistic. Whoa, he can make them look like bozos. He's wondering if he should spit this slow. Fuck no, go for broke. His cup just runneth over. Oh no, he ain't had him a buzz like this since the last time that he overdosed. They've been waiting patiently for Pinocchio to poke his nose. Back into the game and they know rap will never be the same as before. Back in the brains of these hoes and establishing a name as he goes. The passing and the flame is ignited. You can't put it out once we light it. This shit is exactly what the fuck that I'm talking about when we riot. You dealing with a few true villains who stand inside of the blue truth spillin'. this spit true feelings until our two feelings come flying up out of our mouths never mind it. Payback, motherfucker, for, for the way that you got at me, how's it taste? Well, I slap the taste out of your mouth with the bass so loud that it shakes the place. I'm Hannibal Lecter like song just in case you're thinking of saving face. You ain't gonna have no face to say by the time I'm through with this place. some place is in the building...